0: It's not a fairy tale. 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 It's not a fairy tale, mommy. We are no longer living life in paradise. It's not, it's a, not fairy a fairy tale. Hey girl. Hi. How are you doing? I'm all right. How are you? I'm doing well. Good. Good, good, good.
1: How are you has your?
0: Yeah. How has your weekend or week been? It's been it's been cool this week, but oh, it went by really fast. Good. It went really fast. Okay. Yeah. It's all- our Thursday. Yeah. hmm Yeah. I'm ready for the weekend. Don't have any plans. Okay. But um, just ready for it to get here. Okay. I was, I looked at the hotspot map today and I was mm-hmm. like, if I go over to Brentwood, maybe I can be brave enough to go into TJ Maxx at home. Goods. <laughs> you, Cause you that know side of town looks pretty clear. <laughs> Rutherford County's clear. I don't trust that. Rutherford County only has like 40 something cases yesterday for the day no for the past 24 hours okay yeah that's still too many for me okay but Davidson. i know county, davidson oh, county is at like a hundred and it was like a hundred and 180 for, for today right yeah i mean our cases are really low compared to davidson overall i don't trust rutherford county like that that's just me <laughs> girl well it wasn't nothing at the tj Maxx. oh no i went to home goods in mount juliet that's where i went Mm -hmm. it was so picked over Mm -hmm. so um yeah i feel like i'm ready to venture i can't i've realized something about myself i am not about this stay-at-home life like that like i try my best to like be safe but like i'm telling you when i when i went out last weekend I slept so good it was like so much I don't know darkness had been lifted off my body I slept so good girl like I'm just not made for that some people are made for it and I know I got to do what I got to do but it's daunting Mm -hmm. and I mean I get outside and I sit on the porch like somebody's little grandma and working my plants and stuff but dang I'm just like, I just want to spray everybody off with light sauce so I can go outside. Okay, Trump. Girl, that's fine with me. I'd be like them people in Memphis that sprayed off their kids when they oh brought them gosh. home. Yeah. Oh, goodness. Well, you just want like to sometimes. stay in because it is especially best for you. I know. Um, yes. Um, so, yes, we're going to go ahead and jump into Insecure and we will probably just ramble on about you know how we're feeling instead of just focusing on a topic but like kind of just have a, a conversation about the episode yeah yes that was a good episode it was a good episode i agree i keep thinking that she's just dreaming when you know when it first came on mm-hmm. and her and Lawrence was sitting on the couch and they were just staring at each other I was mm-hmm. like, nah, this have a dreaming. She's going to be in the mirror. The yeah. And then they were like, so this is, you know, we doing, we really doing this, huh? I was like, yeah, I guess so. You didn't I, wake up. I'm very surprised in you talking about that, that you didn't mention all the fucking that went on. I was getting there. Okay. <laughs> I was getting there. Because I was like, okay, Lawrence, I sit here. Tagging that ass on a regular. That's good for you. Okay. Yeah, that'll get you through COVID right there. <laughs> Tagging that ass. So I'm just saying, I was like, y'all are doing it a whole lot. They really miss each other though. At that's what it is at the end of the day. So they just gotta make up for lost time at this point. They're gonna get tired of each other and it's gonna go back to the way it was before. But I mean, it was the way it was before because Lawrence wasn't depressed working and-, and he was depressed. So, I mean, this is really the first time that we've seen them, like, happy relationship-wise with each other. So, it's a different I- dynamic compared to the first season and that's how we were introduced to them as a couple. Yeah, and they have so much chemistry. I think it's absolutely beautiful. But then... Uh- We'll get to this later, but then I like the chemistry that her and Nate has, too. Yeah, her and Nate's chemistry and their the, their banter together is very similar to her and Lawrence's. I so. think it's Etha. I think she just has that kind of relationship with all the dudes, if you think about it, because her and Daniel kind of do the same thing. Mm, I did not really... You're not like- feeling it. I wasn't feeling Daniel. Like I, I think Daniel was cute, but as far as their chemistry together, it wasn't like her and Lawrence, and it definitely wasn't like her and Nate's. Like it was, it was kind of a the thing that connected them was the music. But yeah. outside of that, they were they were very different. Yeah. So um, I really liked them, but yeah, they was getting it in, girl. Mm-hmm. So I like that, you know. While they were on the couch, she was very upfront about helping Nathan move and checking in to make sure it was okay with Lawrence, because I feel like she knows that she messed up and she right. wants to build that trust back. So I was like, look mm-hmm. at you, you know, now That was growth. Exactly. Normally she would just sneak away and do what she wanted to do. And and then question it and be awkward about it, but she was very right. she was upfront. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then... um. I liked how, you know, from there, it broached a conversation of where, what they were doing. Like, you know, are we back together? What are we doing? Like, I I like that they had an open and honest conversation about labeling themselves. Right. Because, you know, and then, people be running around like, I think I'm with him. I don't know if I'm with him. I don't know if we commit. Right. I don't know if we're together. Mm -hmm. He say he want to be with me, but he don't act like it. Mm -hmm. You know, that stuff. Mm -hmm. So I was was really feeling, you know, their conversation and how they are. It seems like they communicate a lot better because before she was always avoiding hearing the truth or avoiding everything. Mm -hmm. So I see the growth in her that she's not dodging the hard stuff. Mm -hmm. So I do see that. And then when she did go over Nate's and she was trying to figure out how she was going to like, greet him or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, that whole thing. When she went through all them languages. I know. <laughs> First of all, her outfit was super cute for her to be a mover. Really? You like that? I don't really... No, I don't like it. But I, I like it because it was themed correctly. Okay. Because I felt like she was about to bust out on Soul Train and do, go down a Soul Train. Right. I I saw her crip walking in the outfit. <laughs> is what I saw. And But I felt like she looked like a mover who was coming over. To help you move, she is all she needed was a cap, yes, like a ball, a baseball yes. cap, yes, and she would look just like a mover, yes. But then <laughs> she was so awkward with Nate when she first got there because she was trying to avoid him at all costs because she knew She's she was attracted, hmm, with them pretty teeth smiling at her, girl. I felt it, I, girl. I was there are so many little weird things that I noticed. Because when he was looking his best, he had a box of something, I think it was some grape nuts that said delicious on it. And I was like, yeah, nigga, you look real delicious. (laughs) You know, I've never been a Nate fan, but on this episode, who we, (laughs) I was like, you saw I text you, like he was looking nice. Yeah. Like when he said, you know, I can earn your rates. I was like, like. 30, 30. Yes, you can. <laughs> yeah, so much? Earn, <laughs> man, honey, come in in the back room. Oh goodness! I was like, Issa, be good, be good, so because you know I, I've been rooting for Lawrence for a long time. Mm-hmm. So, yes. um, so since we are talking about her and Nathan at the apartment, um, he, you know. Put itself out there a little bit just saying that not only had he given her helped her with the idea of the block party like she has inspired him to you know get this game together with in the mm-hmm. barbershop and i'm like look at you mate yeah coming on to, in there yes yes and you know the fact that she was up front with him she had the hard conversation again to say she was trying to work it out with with lawrence and you get he called call himself throwing shade, talking about, is that the one you cheated on? Like, yeah, you went away. You ghosted me. Yes. So you and that, I mean, I felt like he was saying that out of hurt because he is feeling Easton. I think he's was trying to he's trying to work his way, you know, back, back in there again. Mm-hmm. So I'm glad that he did ha- open up and have the conversation as to why he disappeared. Um I mean, that was, that was as raw and honest as it could get. Like, shoot, I had to go away to like deal with this myself before I needed, before I could talk to anybody else and choose who I wanted to talk, you know, who was important enough to me to have a conversation with. So I respected that. I I knew that's what it was anyway. So, so he had to go all the way to Houston to find out he was bipolar. So like, did that other person tell him that's what he had to do? What a i'm just saying like so you just say go to houston i'm gonna tell you my secret like maybe that's what his his main doctor is you know you go to people who you feel comfortable with so i see while i was in houston i found out i was bipolar i I just felt like that was a little weird how is that weird you go if he's from houston he i don't you know how they time jump girl it feels like he was gone for like three years it wasn't that long it felt like it okay these 30 minute episodes seem long to me sometimes in between so i i didn't take it as weird i mean to me if i have a, a physician that i trust that's and that's my hometown then i didn't see that being weird um I do, you know, believe that he should have at least give her, given her a little heads up and not totally to her, but I understand. He broke it down to where it was understandable as to why, you know, because you got to deal with shit yourself sometimes, so. I mean, he could have sent a text message and said, hey, I'm going through some things. Okay. Like, it, just to go complete, completely off the grid, that seems like a bit much. I don't know what could have happened there's there's talks on social media that maybe he the one who killed latoya (laughs) (laughs) can't kill no latoya latoya probably somewhere in another country girl she done got away yes um Uh but being with the man who's bipolar is very difficult I mean, I think that's why they're talking about it to try to take the stigma away from because yeah, people healthy. live, you know, normal lives as long as they taking their medication properly. So, yeah. why, you know, why should we think it's a difficult life when it can be managed? Yeah, if you manage it. Exactly. That's the main thing. Mm-hmm. Men be like, I ain't taking that medicine. My penis don't get hard no more. Be like what? Huh? I feel like for Nate to have done you know, started to do the work and get diagnosed and say, you know, it was a relief for me to find out what was wrong, he will take his medicine. <laughs> I hope so. Yeah. And then like for him that. to, you know, he's he's probably talked to Andrew about it because they're close. He's talked to Issa about it. So yeah. you know. He's got he's got his support system together. Mm-hmm. Yes, so um, we're going to backtrack. So while I, while Issa is trying to figure out her life with Lawrence and, you know, helping Nate move, she wants to reach out to someone to talk about it. And her normal per- person is Molly, but she resists calling Molly initially. And then when they showed the scene of her calling Molly with the dream sequence, <laughs> to me, I took that as Issa, another growth point for Issa, because she's thinking about what she's doing before she does it and how right. the reaction may be. So she was, she you can tell she self-reflected and was like, okay, I can't call her like I normally would because obviously we're not at that place and this is what she's going <laughs> to think of me. Right. So... I still don't believe she should have called her, but I see, like what you said last week about her—you know, trying to mend things, men things. Yes, I just yeah, brain fart. So they, she ends up calling her. They meet up, and this is they. She calls her right as Molly gets done wasting her money at her therapy session because she didn't receive nothing that therapist said. Not a damn thing. Not a damn thing. Nothing. Nothing. <laughs> Even though she she said to the therapist, dang, you calling me out on my shit, (laughs) but you still doing the same shit. (laughs) She went through a list of people. Yes. (laughs) And that what they all have in common, you. (laughs) Right, girl. I was like, that is a waste of money, honey. I know. And I just feel like the statement that the therapist said, like, totally went over her head when she said, Do you want to be in a relationship or be right? She was like, clearly I want to be right. right. That's what she was saying. I was like, this girl really don't get it. She don't get it. No. And I'm trying to figure out why she was like sitting on a couch like she had balls. Yes! And she didn't want her balls to get stuck to her leg. I, I, not to that extent, but I'm like, why is she sitting on a couch like a nigga? Like, L- like she had big ass balls. Big, and Like she had big dick energy. <laughs> Like, I was like, like, that body language alone. hmm I was like, she's not even receiving it. Because it was like, like, she was like the boss. Like, yeah. she was the therapist. hmm I don't know. That girl, she she gets on my nerves. I know. And then it, it really tripped me out how she was talking about how she's not, you know, friends with Issa anymore because she feels like Issa can would ruin the her relationship and honestly i feel like i'm trying i'm doing down to really the issue with molly and her not wanting to be friends with Issa. i think it's because all these years Issa has been saying you're gonna do a molly you're gonna do what you always do and she don't want to hear it anymore right and with that like she's still doing the same thing and Issa is not a part of her life and she's also hiding the relationship from Issa because she knows Issa is gonna be like girl you doing a molly right she's gonna call her out on it and tell yeah. her to get up together and she don't want to be called out even though no, andrew lightly he needs to call her out some more i feel um, like andrew's getting sick of her Ah, uh, andrew about to have dump you, that ass have you noticed like his face he just be like you know how you be at the end of a relationship and you just be like, "Ugh." Why do I fuck with you? <laughs> right. Like sometimes I be thinking he wants to like push her off the sofa. He should push. No, I'm just playing. We don't condone that. We don't. Um, sometimes she do need to be shook. I ain't even gonna lie. What kind of shaking? Just, just a one, one or two shakes? No, shake. like two two shakes or just one? About two or three. One, two, three. Yep. <laughs> you need to be shook. <laughs> Maybe let's that brain back. That ain't back. gonna help her. That ain't gonna help her. Oh gosh, girl, I can't. I can't with Molly. I know. I know. So, <laughs> and I did not like the outfit she had on. I felt like it was Which a little hot, confusing. I didn't like. I didn't like none of them except the last outfit, the turquoise outfit. Once she took the jacket off but I didn't like I didn't like that blue jean that was not cute it looked girl I, that blue jean outfit she had on at brunch I swear I had something like that in the 90s <laughs> with some LA gears I swear I had the same <laughs> shirt that same belt and them same at the what's it called something wash jeans acid wash. wash jeans girl I with some LA gears don't play and I had them scrunchy ass socks on you know how you used to stack them up and they used yes. to be extra tall mm-hmm. they'd be all the way up to your knees yep mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i swear i had that same outfit mm. yes i didn't like the, the-, the outfit for the therapist i, I just felt the, like it I was hot shirt but i didn't like the shirt and the pants pants yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. but individually they would probably be cute but she mm-hmm. looked like she was that's too hot for la yes like you your underarm sweating what kind of beautiful are you wearing yeah I, d- I wasn't feeling that but mm-hmm. she she probably was in there sweating anyway she she knew she was lying to herself exactly yes yeah, so they meet up at the diner and <laughs> I was watching Bondi Blue on YouTube today do her review and she was like you e-, she was like isn't that the diner from What's Love got to do with it? So I had to respond in the comments. I was like, I feel like that every time they go to that diner. Is that, isn't that that their same restaurant? Because I feel like it should be a cake on the counter. Eat the cake anime. Yes, that's the same diner. To it me, is. it that looks very similar. Anime. But all diners look like that, come to think about it. No, it's they don't. Diner. It's a diner in Nashville. It looks just like the girl. No, I'm talking about like, even from the outside, it looks like that same diner from what, I'm going to look it up. I'm going to do a a search. Yeah. Cause you can find, you can Google eat the cake anime Mm -hmm. and we can look at it, Mm -hmm. but I feel like there's one. No, it's not in Nashville. I'm lying. I think it might be, it kind of looked like that diner that used to be down the street from your house in Maryland. That was a good diner. Don't it look the same, though? No, I'm talking about from the, from, like, the outside, like, the L.A. version, because the seat, like, it looks like they renovated it from when What's Love got to do with it came out, because obviously What's Love got to do with it. It was, like, based in the 60s, but it just has the same, exact same layout. Like, I feel like Ike can come in at any moment and just slap somebody. He needs to slap Mm. somebody. I don't get on violence. But everybody sh- needs to be slapped. <laughs> she don't need a slap. And she just, you know, I read something on social media that made so much sense to me. And I think that she could get her all the way together is um, Tabitha Brown coming and talking to Issa about her business. They said Tabitha Brown needs to be her auntie and come talk to her. Who is Tabitha you, Brown? You know, that's the lady who's a, she turned vegan because she got real sick mm-hmm she's like a like a social media sensation i've been following her for a while now now everybody's not hopped on the bandwagon oh. i'll send you one of her videos she's she very talking mother- about vegan stuff no no it's not all vegan stuff it's like a lot of self-help stuff okay. but like she is a auntie even though she's like our age okay she just seems like she's older but she's real southern be like you here like i want to I forgot what she says all the time. You hear me? Come on now, girl. Love yourself. You know, she's one of those people. Oh, okay. Probably some, somebody to be like, oh, God, here goes Tanisha with this shit. <laughs> but, <laughs> but it's like, she's like, she has like a nice, calming spirit. Mm-hmm. I love her. I mm-hmm. love her. But she needs somebody. She needs like a good motherly person who can hug her. And make her feel warm on the. In- you know what? Her insides might be dead. She's been through a lot. When you think about it, what has Molly been through? That she She's just hasn't been host. That's not the point. Whether who caused it or not, but sometimes life makes you dead on the inside. But and maybe that's what happened. But her own inside death would be her fault because she makes horrible decisions. That is true. However, I think that could be what her issue is and why she seems like nothing's ever her fault. Every she feels like everybody owes her something because she feels like she's been because I'm just thinking, even watching season one, she just was going through like a time when like when am I gonna get married? Who's gonna propose to me? Like, you know, the Chinese girl got proposed to Mm -hmm. and she was just feeling salty about it. She probably just feels like she's entitled to everything because it hadn't been her time yet yes and i also feel like is is she the only girl in her family i feel like birth order and the fact that she may be the only girl has a lot to do with it as well but she was a daddy's girl her you know her daddy broke her heart yeah he feels like but she's he, she, he didn't break her heart till she was grown. like this is the thing i wish I would have had the same experience that she did as far as her parents having their issue, but she didn't find out about it until she was a grown ass adult. Cause to me, your heart shouldn't even, you should, you can be disappointed. I understand that. But then after the disappointment, it's like, but dang, they, they worked it out. And I was none the wiser. You know, I didn't go through seeing them fall apart. So that's a blessing and she's looking at it the wrong way and maybe that's coming from someone who went through it with their parents so i and i say this again she really has nothing to be upset about she really she shouldn't be upset about still not having a a long-term relationship and she's in her like early 30s like granted that's the wish you know but hell live your life have fun you know (laughs) But you know that's hard to explain to people when they long for something, mm-hmm. and they want it not realizing what they're asking for. Because now that she has the relationship, she they don't know how much what to do. Right? Because it requires a lot of work, mm-hmm. and she ain't even put in the work, girl. Because well, her boyfriend asked her, did, he want to, did she want to go to that game? And she was like, oh, I think y'all should go. Like, that was so foul. Like, you got to at least try. Exactly. Even if it's uncomfortable. Sometimes mm-hmm. in relationships, you got to do stuff that's uncomfortable just because mm-hmm. it makes him happy. Mm-hmm. I mean, within reason. But if that fool mm-hmm. rolls up to the bank and be like, I'm going to jump in the car and you got to drive off fast then no don't do it bitch mm-hmm. but damn he's asked you to go to a game with his brother mm-hmm. his brother yeah. is extending an olive branch for his assholiness. Exactly. holiness so meet him you know y'all don't have to be buddy buddy but you know show your face you know and if she would have went if it were i i would have apologized for saying fuck you you know because right, that was foul that was really foul <laughs> that was super foul So, and I, and again, that's another pattern with her. Like she doesn't want to do the hard work, like even meeting with Issa and Issa was putting it out there and making like conversation, trying to warm it up before they talked about it. But she, she was kind of cold and not being receptive. But then we see at the end of the episode when, you know, they get into it and Issa was like, well, dang, if you want to talk about it, let's talk about it right now. Molly didn't want to talk about what the problem was. It's like, well, damn, is it really a problem or is it what's going on? He, he like, It's like she don't want to be hard. uncomfortable to have any conversations, you know? She just want to say, I'm not what she, what she is or what she not going to do. And that don't work. No, no. She, she don't have it together. mm So she went and helped Nate move. Her boyfriend tried to get her to go to the game so then they end up she ends up coming back to the house talking about um she brought home takeout mm-hmm. and and then she brought back the same takeout that they had already been eating when they had already made a decision to switch up she didn't call them and say hey babe you want to switch it up tonight mm-hmm. or do you want to keep eating the same shit she just brought that shit home and made them eat it Yes. i think that's selfish it is like she just keeps showing up selfishness yes like i tell you i want that shit bitch give me some spaghettios i don't want that yes and then andrew you know tries to lightly point it out to her like dang you know i had to lie at the game with my brother she's like well i didn't ask you to do that technically she didn't but it he had probably had to make up some just to to not be able to say oh she just didn't want to come because she's not trying to mess with you you know but he gets support he ain't dumb. Yeah. I just I wish Issa and Nate wouldn't have walked in so they can finish having that conversation. Cuz it seems like she's avoiding that conversation too. Mhm. Cuz she don't want to be uncomfortable. <laughs> but she's making everybody else uncomfortable mm-hmm. though. Mm-hmm. With her shenanigans. Mhm. Everybody has to be uncomfortable when she's around. Because mm-hmm. she's missing some stuff. Mm-hmm. Her soul's been sucked out. Mm-hmm. That she done did to herself. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, so we get to, um you know, Issa and Nate Issa. walking in on the, the t- on them beginning to argue, which I know like burnt Molly up because she does not want Issa to see that she's having a tough time in this relationship. Right. And so. They invite them, you know, because Andrew was like, "Well, everybody can eat," and so they play. Eat that shit, yeah. (laughs) Thank you for getting me out of it. I'd have had it four nights in a row. So they play, they drink, and play some games. And we're definitely gonna have to play this height game. That looks right. Mm -hmm. I want to play that. Maybe we can play that when we take our girls' weekend, whenever it's gonna be. I hope it's soon. Yeah, yeah. Um, so in during that time, um, you could tell the body language between Molly and Andrew that he, you know, is, you know, trying to coax her into working on her and Nisa's relationship through this Mm -hmm. evening. Right. And so she texts him, thinks he's, she's texting him, um, and and says, see, I'm trying. And when she did that, I thought of you because I will get the wrong text from you. Several times. <laughs> when I text you the wrong stuff. You don't text me the wrong stuff. I think you'd be texting your cousins. Oh, okay. And I'd be like, um, what you talking about? Girl, no telling. <laughs> See, I'm trying. I'm trying with her. Wait. <laughs> I felt so bad for her in that moment. I ain't gonna no lie. I did too. I and felt maybe i'm naive but i was really feeling like they were bonding over in that moment like i felt like everything was cool they were reminiscing i thought they were working towards something Mm -hmm. every time i'd be thinking things are getting better so and i felt the same way after they went to the diner and ate but Mm -hmm. then Issa had an account of what happened and molly had an account of what happened i was did. uh, were they in the same place exactly different accounts And And same thing this time. I think Molly's just a negative person. She is. And I will say, (laughs) even when they were in the diner, like, I wish... It was like, Molly Molly is always waiting for somebody else to broach the subject. And I felt like Andrew was about to get to this. Like, if that's what she wanted to talk about, why didn't you talk about it? Like, why does everybody have to broach the subject to you? If that's how you feel, say how you feel. So I... I wasn't necessarily mad at Isa for, you know, having a, a light baseline conversation to warm things up, but I do wish they would have went ahead and talked about it at the diner. But, um, but Issa knows how Molly is. Yes. So she's got to test the temperature first. Yes. Yes. So. Yes. So, and that goes back to the end of the episode with, you know, Issa saying, you didn't you seem like you didn't want to talk about it. So, yeah, let's talk about it right now. Right. And Molly was like, Well, we're just, you know, two different people in two different directions. And to that, I, I appreciate Issa saying, Okay. Okay. And Molly is like, that's it? Yeah, that's it. What more is there to say? You just dumped my friendship. I know. And I felt like I felt like I was the tear hanging out in the corner of her <laughs> eye ready to drop I cried I did I was like my heart sank I was like no that can't be how it's happening but we're pretty much at the end of the season mm-hmm. so I wonder what tomorrow's I mean not tomorrow so yeah my mind is gonna happen tomorrow I I wonder what the next episode is gonna bring I just feel like Molly ain't gonna have no friends and no man and that's that's going to be her breaking point to realize that she is not self-aware and she really needs to work on herself. Like that I think the growth, acceptance. yes. I think next season is going to be a continuation of whatever this growth curve is. And they're going to show Molly going through her growth. And until mm. she finishes that growth, that's when her and Issa can probably get back but molly has to do some growing because everybody else is growing and she's stuck in the same place doing the same shit but i gotta figure out what's going on with tiffany and this baby does does kelly still got the baby that's why she ain't answering the phone girl i have no idea but i had a dream about (laughs) i was wondering this sunday night i'm like okay where's where's kelly and tiffany and the baby and i had a dream i maybe it was gonna be the next episode that (laughs) Tiffany was going to get a baby to Kelly permanently. <laughs> <laughs> like, I can't do this shit. But you know what? Like, it is what it is. Mm-hmm. She might need to take that baby for a little bit. Mm-hmm. Just to give her mind and spirit some rest. I don't know what's going on with that girl. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah. yeah so Kelly don't seem like the motherly type. I think Kelly will be fine. She, I love her to death, but she just—I don't see her hanging out with that baby like overnight for like three days. That's three days max. That's I, push I think Kelly would surprise you. I think she would be a good mom. She would be hilarious. <laughs> I don't think I—I don't think she can do a week. Uh, I think she would be fine. Um, We didn't touch on on Lawrence doing good in the interview, yeah, and them talking about this touch my heart. Rice Aroni, because you know I was a rice cironi household. The San Francisco treat. It is the San Francisco treat, right? And I have a little PSD, PS, PS. What is it?
1: PTSD, PTSD
0: from cooking rice Aroni, because it has to be perfect. And, or, or my dad. <laughs> it's hard to get that shit perfect. I can perfect it because I have been raised in the house of oh, right Roscoe down. and it had to be perfect. So, so what you just sit there the whole time and, and stir it? Yeah. Because if not, you're screwed. Under medium heat, you got to have the a right amount of butter. It has to be a golden to dark brown, not burnt, but just golden to dark brown. And I haven't made it probably since we lived in a townhouse because I have a a video of Shady D. I think she was one and she was tearing it up in her high chair. But I don't think I haven't bought it since. You said you was done with that. I Yeah. Yeah. So, you know what? That's what I had to deal with when I was growing up. I'm not going to raise my baby like this. <laughs> but she was tanned it up. Like, you could see her in the video, like, cause she would, she just poured it all in her high chair tray. And she was like, mm, mm, mm. <laughs> <laughs> you, just, you said you perfected it. I guess so. That was confirmation. It was, it she was. Was, she, uh, she was. She was making noises as a one-year-old eating rice and ronies. She was, she was making noises as an infant breastfeeding. So. Oh yeah, she was a loud eater. Um, but were you a rice and roni or a hamburger helper? House hamburger, hamburger helper, really? And the tuna one too. Okay. Oh, when I think the of tuna, tuna helper, helper, I think of my aunt. She would always make tuna helper when when her husband made her mad. <laughs> <laughs> That's like giving a dude a hot dog and some pork and beans for dinner. <laughs> or just no you just get the beanie weenies and put that in the microwave it'd be like get dinner in the microwave yes she would do that and I'd be like dang why you gotta punish yourself (laughs) (laughs) but um you gotta put some crackers on the top of it put in the oven Mm. and make it like a pop pie okay we didn't we didn't I didn't do tuna helper until I lived with my auntie for that amount of time but we did Hamburger helper. I remember probably in my older teenage years, and it was probably only because we asked for it. But like we had rice cordonne at least one to two times a week, and then you put a polar sausage in it or some bologna if you if we had bologna. Know yeah, when like it's slice when it's, like a slice of bologna. You do you cut it up in squares or something? No, you just put the whole piece on it while the rice roni is simmering down with the water and that way you get the flavoring of the rice of the bologna, and bologna. Girl. Black people, are so creative. <laughs> Black people right there. Now see what you do is you you cut this piece of uh this piece of bologna off and fry it in the pan. Now was your was your uh was it burnt? No, it wasn't burnt. No. No, because it was well, it was to on top. Because when you make the rice you know we gotta you pour the water in it so it can steam right. it off. So we would put the bologna on top of the rice so it would steam when the water and everything was steaming down on the rice Girl, y'all was crazy. It was better it, with the polar sausage, but when we didn't have polar sausages, we would yeah improvise. Yeah, mm. yeah. I might have to make that when I go to my mom's you see you see now you're giving them some rice you better get it right no if i make it at my mom's it don't have to yeah it don't gotta be but right. if if i went to my dad's and made it he would still be like it ain't brown enough <laughs> i'm gonna ask him to make me some rice when i go you think he'll do it he may because <laughs> he he must know how to make it perfect he does okay i'm gonna ask him to make me some rice yeah yeah, but what else did we forget? We forgot. Oh, we was talking about him, Issa, and Lawrence about the job. Oh, oh yes. and we didn't talk about the ego, the egos in her purse. Oh, girl, yeah. So yeah, Issa is planning her next event, right? With the assistant, I like the assistant with her. Like they, they seem like they click very well. They do. But what about her talking about her her pubic bone? She broke her. Yeah, the, her not bone. A, no, she called it a pubic bone oh she had a cast yes oh she had a pubic cast yes girl wouldn't it be a pelvic cast that's what i thought but she said pubic okay (laughs) that's why i sent that to you girl i was like this girl right here she's a little she's a little Funny, too, she's a little awkward, she is. I like it, yes, but what she said about them um oven heater not oven heater' a hand 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 warmer or whatever with to keep her egos warm, that's smart like, that's a good idea, mhm, I do that that's right. We can keep all kinds mm-hmm. of stuff warm in our purse, mhm, where are we mm-hmm. going, and where we gotta keep food warm like that? I don't know, but it's a good idea it's a good somebody idea doing it for when it happens. Yeah. Yeah. Mhm. Yes. You yeah. that 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 was a a, a funny episode. Yes, that was pretty good. Um Carrie Washington directed it. Yeah. And I watched um oh goodness. On YouTube Issa was interviewing Carrie Washington yesterday. Carrie Washington was dropping some gems. Well, I had I to get this book it. she was talking about. Um But yes, yeah, she was talking about um you know getting into acting and she had a plan b um and you know little side hustle so she didn't have to take funky parts mm-hmm. and, you know really do the work that, that makes she sense wanted to do and um she was talking about how she thought what was the name of that movie she did with chris rock when he was a spy? oh something about oh. he was a spy with a twin i know what you're talking about i can't think of the name of it she thought that was gonna be her breakout movie but it ended up kind of being a flop but i thought that was a good movie yeah Um, i remember i remember going to see that at the movie theater and what else? She was talking about, you know, finding how she discovered her creative niche or whatever. And she got this book called The Artist's Way. And it helped her to, you know, walk through it and figure out, you know, what her thing was. And I was like, oh, mm-hmm. let me put that in my Amazon cart. Mm-hmm. And um, what else was she talking about? It was a good interview. You're just going to have to watch it. I have to watch it. I might yeah. watch that to fall asleep. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you know, I tu- I turn off the lights in the house and turn off the TV, and I watch. I have my iPad on. I flip it over so I can't see the light, but mm-hmm. I can hear it. That's mm-hmm. the perfect way for me to fall asleep. Okay. Okay. I don't girl, know. If you sense. you probably gonna turn it on and and turn it around and watch it so you can see Issa since you got a girl crush. Girl, I know her skin. And her teeth are so pretty and her skin is so brown. Mm-hmm. She just reminds me of, like, the perfectly shade of Hershey Kisses. Mm-hmm. You know how I want, like, this cute little chocolate baby. hmm Yeah. And she's, like, super pretty and chocolate. hmm Yes. Yeah, so, I think that's it. That's like, what do you happy. think is going to happen next? next episode? Season finale. Season finale. I am thinking... I don't really want to speak on it because I don't want to speak it into existence, even though it's already happening. Something's going to happen with Ethan Lawrence, Lawrence, okay. or maybe they'll let it heat up a little bit more before it goes away. Because okay. I don't think one or two episodes is really enough of them to, for the viewers to really get it out Or we're like, you know, so we'll get past that. Mm -hmm. But I almost want to say something's going to happen with them because it's the end of the season to kind of keep us, keep us, something's going to happen. Okay. I think Lawrence is going to get the job. I think they're going to attempt to, part of me feels like Issa is preparing for him to leave and she's just enjoying what they're (laughs) doing, the time. And it was very reminiscent to me about before I moved here and how I was with the person I was with at the time. Like after I said, I'm moving like those last, you know, that last month or two that I was there, like we were inseparable. So I feel like that's kind of, you know, where Issa is. So she's kind of like, if, if it works, it works, you know, if it doesn't, You know, I'll be fine because her work is in LA, right? And if he's in San Francisco, granted, it's like five six hours. Like they can make it work, but I think Lawrence eventually is gonna have trust issues because of her past. Even though he's saying that it's that is done, you know, he's over it. But I don't know that San Francisco is five hours from LA. Yeah, see. I guess to me it didn't seem that long, but I guess it is that long. hmm When we drove it, I guess it is. Mm-hmm. Um, so, that's what I see happening with them. I looked at the preview for next week. It looks like Nate may break down how he really feels about Issa to Issa. Um, so that's we'll going to mess her up. Yeah. And... I, I'm quite sure Andrew is gonna break up with Molly, and Molly gonna be sitting somewhere all by her damn self. And I'm here for it. Yeah, and yeah, that's what I see see happening. Yeah, she just gotta get her life together. Mm-hmm. He does. Mm-hmm. But I'm I'm looking forward to it. I'm going to prepare myself. Like I look forward to every Sunday. Mm-hmm. And it's like now when the Sundays are gone, I'm like, what am I going to do? Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. it's like the my highlight. And I'm like staying up late. Ooh, I got to wait till nine o'clock. I got to wait till nine o'clock.
1: Mm-hmm. I got to
0: watch my show. So it's like, what am I going to do? You will figure it out. I got to, I t- normally with my HBO subscription, I cut it off once Insecure is done. But me and my husband need to watch um, the last season of Bowlers before I cut it off. How much you pay for that a month? Uh, it's Like $15. I told you what you could do for $15. Like, I'm good. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, so I think that's about it. You got anything else? Nope. That's pretty much it. I enjoyed the episode. I yeah. guess a few giggles out of, mm-hmm. uh, out of her assistant mm-hmm. and her talking to herself in the mirror. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm was she talking to herself in the mirror? She was not talking to herself in the mirror in this episode. No, I'm sorry. Not talking to herself in the mirror. Talking to herself before she walked up into that apartment. Oh, okay. That apartment. Okay. That's what I was talking about. Okay. All the same. Yeah. Okay, well we are wrap it up. Please be sure to like, subscribe, five stars, all that good stuff. Leave a comment, a good comment and um we are on all the socials and we'll put everything in the show notes and we will talk to you guys next week bye